Welcome to the Manufacturing Employer Podcast, where we talk workplace culture and all things related to the strategies that drive exceptional environments for employees. You'll hear conversations with those in the manufacturing space tasked with making their workplace better. Employee engagement, benefits, onboarding, hiring, we'll be discussing the working experience from top to bottom. Let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Manufacturing Employer. I'm your host, John Franco, co-founder of Gorilla76. We are the industrial marketing agency. We help manufacturers grow through revenue-focused marketing programs. On today's show, we have Clayton Costello joining us. Clayton is Vice President of Corporate Strategy at CK Power Family of Companies, a family-owned and operated distribution, manufacturing, and service provider for diesel and gaseous engines power generation equipment, power transmission components, and construction equipment. In full disclosure, Clayton and CK Power have been a client for years of my company, Gorilla76. Their culture is incredibly inspiring, and there's much for us to learn from it. And that's why we've got Clayton on the show today. So Clayton, welcome to the show, and let's kind of jump into it. Thanks, John. Glad to be here. Yeah. So as I mentioned, Gorilla and CK Power, we've been working together for years. I've seen firsthand the great culture you have built. But recently, I saw one of your field techs make a pretty powerful post on LinkedIn and it made me want to dig in more. It basically read, and I'm going to read it verbatim here, but I don't post much on here, but I wanted to give a shout out to CK Power. For years now, I've been looking for a company that treats you right and you are not just some number. I have never worked for a company until now where you see the owners on a weekly basis and they know you by name. They don't just walk by and say nothing. They appreciate the work we do and thank you for it every chance they get. I'm truly thankful for the way this company is run. If anyone I know in our industry wants to join a family company, this is the one. Feel free to reach out to me and I will put you in contact with the right people. Clayton, this is like an unprompted review like this is just massive. What are you guys doing differently that would inspire someone to do this? Yeah, I would say... We call ourselves a family of companies for a reason because it's the family culture that we try to meet and exceed day in and day out. And it really was started by our, our father and then my brothers and I really have tried to continue to build in that culture and with that culture throughout the years. And I think it's little things from saying hi to somebody every day to different events we do, supporting people's kids and families with different initiatives that they're trying to do to grow their livelihood and lives and also with our pot of gold profit sharing strategy that we have within CK Power Family of Companies. So it can be something as small as having a small conversation, personal and professional with an individual every day to a lot of our strategic initiatives and family culture strategies that we have in place to continue to train and grow the livelihood of our CK family. So it's just a pillar of our business that just comes with what we do. It's ingrained in our DNA, and that's what we try to show the rest of the organization and any new family members that come in on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, and, and marketing, I, I love that you brought that up. In marketing, we talk about the idea of having something that's ownable to you, like something that other companies can't say and something that's truly part of your DNA as a brand. And I'm not saying there aren't other family-owned companies. Of course there are. But I think it's super interesting that being a family-owned company, that a lot of your values are family values. It just seems to be really on brand and and really smart. Did I read online in that Business Journal article that that was recently run here in the St. Louis market, 
Did I read that there are generations of people that have worked for you at this point? Just like you guys are the next generation, you and your brothers. Do you have generations of people that have worked for you? Yes. I mean, in many areas of the business, we have mothers, fathers, daughters, cousins, grandparents have been here. So yes, generations of families have worked for CK Power family companies. And we we take pride in that because it shows us and and it shows us loyalty within their family. And then as well as that, it's kind of a gut check that we're doing a good job. If people are willing to bring their family members into this organization of family of companies, it's kind of a good check for us that we're really putting our full effort into building a culture that we want here. Agreed. I mean, I'm not a parent, but I can only imagine from the people I know who are parents, and I know you're a relatively recently new parent, but you're not going to recommend to somebody in your family or a child like something that's not great. So that endorsement is massive. I know I would never encourage my cousin or my parents or anything to, if I had a bad working experience, I would never like encourage them to work there, obviously. So I think that's a huge, huge credibility thing. Yeah. I mean, statistically, we spend more time with the people in the workplace than we do our own families. So that's one thing we talk about is treat them like your family because you're spending more time with them than in some cases your own family. Yep. Yeah. Building that culture and making people recognize that. And we hope they take those practices and culture back home where they can thrive there as well. That makes a lot of sense. And and I think you guys are doing the family approach right. I think there's a lot of people that will go out and claim that like at Gorilla, we, we claim we're a team, not a family, but we're also not it's not in our DNA. It would be fake for us. It's very authentic with you all. And it's really well done how you're doing it. You guys go back 1929. Also in the same article I read it, I love the joke that 34 years old and you've been working in the business for 34 years. You've been around it your whole life. You've seen layers added. You've seen your team grow to more than 500 people in 11 different locations. New companies brought into the family portfolio. What kind of challenges have you seen in terms of keeping the culture strong, of keeping this, staying true to these values and to who you are? It's had to have been a challenge. What has that been like? I'd say the challenge is telling the story and allowing people to understand where we came from and, and where we're at today. And a lot of those cultural norms that we have today are rooted back to when the company was not as successful as it is now. And there was a select fewer group of people that helped to build those cultural norms with our father. And now those are pillars of the business today. So it's telling that story, connecting, of course, with growth, more CK family members coming into the organization. Uh, you have more hands to shake and people to talk to. And it's, you know, that's a full-time job. And we take pride in that. We look forward to that at going out to the locations and sitting with those individual locations and hearing their wants and needs and feedback on their respective area of the business and how we can get better. And we take that to heart and we bring it back to the, the greater leadership team. And we try to institute those initiatives and that feedback we hear from anyone across the company. So allowing people to feel that they're valued and that they're being listened to really, really helps us be as successful as we are today. So to the biggest challenge, as I said, is continuing to tell that story and being out there and spending time with everybody. There's not enough of it. So when you can get out there and do it, it really drives the business forward. Well, and as we saw in that field text review, 
it's such a simple thing and yet you guys do it well and it means the world like they always say like there's no sweeter sound than the sound of someone's own name like you know the people's names you're out listening that was a surprise to anyone listening that these podcasts aren't live they are podcasts so i was recording another one earlier today and a big theme of it was listening to your team making time to like carve out those opportunities to sit down and say what's working what's not working I think when we talk about culture, we're always looking for like some secret thing that no one's ever thought of. I mean, these are pretty basic things, but there's so many companies that don't do it. So good for you guys for doing it. Yeah. You know, quite honestly, it's not rocket science. No, it's not. It's being a good person, showing people that you care and that what they're saying to you is, is valued. And it's how we live our lives and we bring it into the workspace and it's, it's made us successful and it's made this organization successful. Yeah. And I think that carries over to how you talk and work with vendors as well. I mean, this isn't even really a question. This is just me making a statement as a vendor. I've never felt like I'm a vendor. I've always felt like I'm a partner with you guys. You could easily be bullies to us. You could ignore our emails. You could not pick up the phone when we call. There's a myriad of ways that you can disrespect the people that you're paying because at the end of the day, you're paying them. But you guys have never done that. I think it's, you're not just doing it internally, but you're doing it externally as well. So as one of those vendors, thanks for always treating us with respect. Of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the word vendor around here is kind of faux pas. We don't, we don't really like to use it because we like to call it a relationship or a partnership or anything but vendor. Because once again, like we treat our fellow associates or CK family members, we want to treat our partners and relationships the same way, specifically on the supplier side or know, you know, where a relationship can go and, and you want to treat those just as you want to be treated. And as you are a quote unquote vendor to us, we are vendors to many people as well. So we understand that relationship and we want to make sure we're being treated as that and we're treating our partners and relationships the same way. And and once again, it's been key to the success of our business. You know, we we have a little saying around here, you get more bees with honey than you do vinegar. So it holds true. Well, you're practicing what you preach. So in terms of, I always kind of like to touch on any benefits. Um, and obviously, I'd love to hear about any benefits you're doing that people are really liking. But something I've I've found online just from just digging around and, and you know, stuff we've talked about in the past. I, I know you mentioned this came up a few years back. I think you told us about this. But you have your pot of gold bonus program. Can you elaborate on that a bit? And are people liking it? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're loving it. And kind of what that looks like. Yeah, the pot of gold or POG, as we call it, is a quarterly profit sharing benefit or, or incentive that we offer to the whole company. So everybody in the company is a part of this. And if the company's profitable and successful that quarter, everybody gets a check and it's anywhere between, you know, 15 to 20% of the profitability of the company. And and once again, this pot of gold was started in a time when CK was was not in its best state. And our father came up with this program to basically go to everybody and say, if you help me get out of this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you as well. So everybody, you know, bought in and pulled the same way and brought the company out of the ashes and really started it on its trajectory to where it is today. So we take that same program and cultural incentive and we continue to try to build upon it with any other companies we bring into the organization and as well build on it from a cultural standpoint as well and recognizing those who have been here for one year or even 20 years and really making it an event around the organization and not just, hey, you're going to get a check at the end of this quarter, more of a celebration that we all came together as a family and, and met the goals and expectations that we all set out for. 
that's fun. That probably creates a fun energy and probably a lot of pride building. It does. It does. You know, well, once again, we go around to each location and we'll have food trucks come in, have the town hall meeting where we hear feedback and allow people to just kind of speak their mind on whatever it is. It could be something professionally or something personally, but it really is. It's a fun, fun celebration. We've thankfully gotten to do for, you know, the last 15 years, every four quarters. That's awesome. We try to do some sort of bonus at Gorilla in the winter. Sometimes it's it's a one-time bonus. Sometimes it's a slight salary increase, but whatever. But the years where you can't do it as someone who has not always been able to do it, it's not fun. So it's awesome that you are doing it. And I do think that most people genuinely understand like, well, this is if we win. If we don't win, well, it's not there. Like you win as a team, you lose as a team type of thing. So I, I love that you guys are doing exactly. it. Exactly. And sometimes the amounts are big and sometimes the amounts are small. It just all depends. But people know and they know they have an impact on what's going on in the organization. And that's what matters. I read a little bit about what Clark, I think it was Clark, your brother Clark was doing with some workforce development, some partnerships, like some local high schools and trade schools. I think that's fascinating. It's something we're talking a lot about. I had someone on a podcast earlier in the year and they're doing it even to where they're bringing like third, fourth and fifth grade classes by to tour. Just like when you're a kid at field trip, you go to the the fire station, you go to the police station, like taking people in and learning about machining and manufacturing. Are you seeing from your efforts or have they just started or where kind of are you, I guess, in that process? And if you are kind of down the road with some of them, what kind of results are you seeing with the partnerships with the local high schools and trade schools? Yeah, I'd say we started building a strategy probably 10 years ago and started engaging a lot of the technical schools around the state and even in other states that we have facilities in. But I'd say we really kicked it into gear post-COVID where labor force got smaller and it's hard to find qualified people, especially in the trades. So we want to continue to bring awareness with the trade. So as you said, we're doing the same thing. We're doing tours of our facility with early high schoolers, freshmen and sophomore year to build awareness, not just that, hey, this is what we do, but also show them how much money and, and a great living they can make being a welder, being a machinist or putting together construction equipment or generator sets, being in an assembly type job or being a service technician in the field or in shop, you can really make a great living. And I don't think this country and our communities do a good enough job to tell them that story. You know, it, everybody wants to get into real estate or banking or, or be a lawyer. Well, those are all great jobs, but you can make just as much money being a welder. And I can tell you that because we got quite a few of them and they're doing very well. And it's a good thing. And we want to continue to build awareness about that, tell that story and, and show people that you can make a great living being in the trades. Absolutely. I, I've got a little cousin, lives up in Wisconsin, super smart kid. The traditional path just wasn't for him though. I mean, he just didn't enjoy it. And he was one of those kids we'd go on a fishing trip. And I'll never forget one time we were up in Minnesota. It was a COVID year. So we couldn't go into Canada like we normally do. And we had this little like gas fireplace in the cabin. And we've got 10 guys around, a lot of older guys, and they're like dad and uncle and these guys that can fix anything. Well, they can't figure this fireplace out to save their life. My little cousin, he's like 14 at the time, gets in there, starts messing around. Next thing you know, we've got a live fireplace going again. And anyway, <laughs> long story short, he's gone into welding and he's doing exceptionally well and he's making great money and he's loving it. He's like making things that he comes home and he's excited about and he's talking about working on stuff. And it's like... 
I don't know why that, and it was probably a lot of our generation, Clayton, because we're not far away in age, but when we were in school, there was like a perception around that, that that wasn't a good career path. And it's like, man, what a disservice we did. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree with you. I mean, when we were coming out of school, it was almost looked down upon where today there's not enough of them. And there's a, a, there is a continued demand for trade jobs. And once again, we're, we're trying to work with our local communities and, and the states we're in to build that awareness and really show people that, you know, they can build a great living and make a great living being in the trades. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing everything you have. Anything that we didn't cover today that you'd like to speak to about CK Power or anything you guys are up to, or did we pretty much cover it for now? No, you pretty much covered it. I appreciate you having me on this afternoon and you know, appreciate the relationship and everything you've done for us. Absolutely. Likewise. If people want to get in contact with you, learn more about CK Power, where should they go? Yeah, of course, you can go to our website, www.ckpower.com to learn more about CK and then LinkedIn pages, social media. You'll be able to see a lot of our different companies and the products and services we offer. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you on the next episode of The Manufacturing Employer. You've been listening to The Manufacturing Employer Podcast. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to learn more about our approach to industrial marketing and the role the company culture has in moving manufacturing forward, visit Gorilla76.com.